0: Hi everybody, this is Alan Elman, the Blue Collar Investor, and welcome to this BCI podcast number 33, titled Rolling Out and Up, Explaining Bought-Up Value, Understanding the Significance of Time Value and Intrinsic Value. Now, one of the three required skills as it relates to option selling is position management or exit strategies. It is so important to take advantage of these opportunities. Today, we're going to focus in on the exit strategy known as rolling out and up. So uh, this is something that becomes useful if the strike price that we sold uh, when we initiated our covered call position is in the money or lower than current market value as expiration is approaching and we do not want our shares sold. So we don't want the uh, option to uh, exercise and therefore have our share sold. So what we do is we buy back the option and roll it out and resell a new option for the following contract month. Okay, let's get started by first defining rolling out and up. This is a covered call writing exit strategy. Again, when the st- uh, strike price is in the money, as expiration approaches, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, on the third Friday of the month for monthly options. Now, it will avoid exercise and sale of our shares because we're moving the contract expiration another one month forward. Now, the cost to close the current month option will include both intrinsic value, the amount that the strike price is currently in the money, plus a time value component. So whatever the premium is, it's anything above the intrinsic value. So we, what we do is first establish how deep in the money the strike price is, and the time value you will notice as expiration is approaching will be approaching zero. Because time value erosion, also known as theta, one of the option Greeks, is logarithmic in nature. So it starts out early in the contract very slowly, and then the time value erodes precipitously as expiration is approaching. So almost the entire premium to close that current month short call will be intrinsic value. And sometimes when the strike is extremely deep in the money, that cost to close looks extremely expensive. But is it really extremely expensive? And that's what we're going to break down with a real life example using Five Below Inc, which trades on the NASDAQ exchange under the ticker symbol FIVE. Now on May 21st, 2018, 100 shares of FIVE was purchased at 76.19, and immediately the June 15th, almost one month out, seventy-five. In the money call was sold for $286. So the current market value was $76.19, and the in the money 75 strike was sold. Now let's fast forward to expiration Friday before the market was closed. And uh, five was trading at 102.09, well above the 75 strike, leaving the strike price deep, deep in the money no action is taken as shares will be sold on the saturday after expiration friday at $75 so let's assume for a moment that we don't want our shares sold what will it cost to buy back that option well checking an option chain we see on expiration friday that the 75 call had an ask price of 27.50 so for the contract it would cost us 2000 to buy back that option. That's a debit, and it appears to be excessively high, something that we would not be interested in. But let's break this down and examine this trade a little bit more carefully. If we then rolled out to an out-of-the-money 105 strike, remember, 5 was trading at 102.09. At the time, we're considering rolling the option out to the next month and up from the current 75 strike to the now out of the money 105 strike. Why is that out of the money? Because five was currently trading at 102.09. Now that premium for selling the uh, next month, the July 20th 105 strike generated 280. That's a credit. But if you take a look at those two numbers, the 27.50 cost to close, versus the 280 premium generated when we sell the next month's highest strike option, it appears almost like this is a trade I'd never want to be part of. But as I said, the analysis hasn't stopped yet. Let's take it a step further. Let's feed this information into the What Now tab of the Elman calculator. Now the What Now tab is based on rolling options. So On the left side of the spreadsheet, we feed in the information that we just discussed. Uh, Five was uh, purchased at 76.19, but currently on expiration Friday, trades at 102.09. The original option was sold at 286 to buy it back 27.50. Now, if we rolled out and up to the July 105 strike, That would generate a premium of $2.80 per share, 280 for the contract. Now, on the right side of the spreadsheet, we're gonna look uh, at the section that says, what if I roll out and up? And here are the results. On the option side, we have a loss. We generated 280 and the cost to close was 27.50. That results in a debit of 24.70 per contract. However, let's take a look now at the stock side of this trade. Before rolling the option, our shares were worth $75, our contract obligation. As long as that strike was in place, our shares could not be worth a penny more than $75. If we buy back that option, what are our shares worth? Well, we no longer have a contract obligation, and therefore our shares are now worth the current market value of 2709. That's the bought-up value of the stock, 2709 higher, or 102.09 higher than the 75 strike. So that's additional unrealized profit on the stock side of the trade. So if we take The 2470 option debit from the stock credit of 2709 that leaves us a credit on this trade of $291 per contract. That $291 per contract represents a 3.14% time value profit. So it's a profitable trade to roll out and up. Furthermore, If the price of five moves from 10209 up to the 105 strike, that would represent an additional uh, upside potential profit, leaving the total return from 3.14% up to 6.96%. All of a sudden, it looks like a very palatable exit strategy to take advantage of as long as we're still bullish on the stock and there's no earnings report coming out in the next contract month. So let's uh, summarize and define the brought up value for five. The value of the shares at expiration before rolling was $75. This, folks, is our contract obligation. However, if we close that 75 call, our shares now pop up from 75 to 102.09, the current market value, because we no longer have a contract obligation to sell at the strike price. So the net increase in share value is 27.09. That represents the intrinsic value component of the 27.50 cost to close, which means our real practical cost to close or time value cost to close is 41 cents a share, $41 per contract. That puts a whole new light on the trade. Let's summarize. When we roll in the money options out and up, we have to factor in the unrealized share appreciation. Why? Because it's costing us the intrinsic value to close. So we have to add it back on because our shares are actually worth that much more after closing the near month call option. Now the time value cost to close is really the value that will determine our future action, whether or not it pays to roll the option out and up. So the uh, Elman calculator will give you that statistic, the time value cost to close. And it'll give us a more realistic overview of how that trade will impact our net worth. I mean, $2,750 per share seems ridiculous, but uh, $0.41 cents, uh, seems pretty palatable, especially when we have an opportunity to get a 3 to 6% one-month return. Now, if we do decide to roll the option out and up, as with all covered call cool trades, we immediately enter our buy-to-close limit order based on our 20% guideline. And that would be based on the premium that we generated when we sold the next month option. So $28, $2.80, I would put in a buy to close limit order at about $0.60, 55 to $0.60. And then uh, if nothing happens, if that threshold isn't met, halfway through the contract, we change it to the 10% guideline or $0.30. Now, to get more details on exit strategies and position management, how all these calculations work out, visit our website, thebluecollarinvestor.com slash store, where we have books and calculators, DVD programs, eBooks, trade planners, uh, mentoring, and so much more to enhance our level of knowledge as it relates to option selling. And by the way, On the general pages of the bluecollarinvestor.com website, at the very top, you'll see a link that says free resources, including the Elman calculator. So if you wanna click on that, you can download the calculator to your device, and it's free. So uh, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it, BCI podcast number 33, rolling out and up, explaining bought up value. Understanding the significance of time value and intrinsic value. We don't have to be mathematicians when we're doing option selling, but it does help to have an understanding of some of the calculations behind our trade decisions. Fortunately, the Elman calculator will do all the heavy lifting for us. So thank you folks for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you benefit from it. As always, this is Alan Elman, the Blue Collar Investor.